A former Canadian Army reservist with ties to an American neo-Nazi group has been arrested in Maryland by the FBI. Patrick Matthews, who vanished last August after his ties to the group were uncovered, was arrested with two other purported members of the base. I'm Dave Breckenridge, and this is 10-3. We talk with the National Post Tom Blackwell about Matthews' link to the group, why he'd be an ideal recruit for them, and what kind of charges he's facing. Don't forget you can subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your favorite shows. Uh, We'd love it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about us. So, Tom, who exactly is Patrick Matthews and what is his connection to the neo-Nazi group, The Base? Yeah, Patrick Matthews was a member of the Canadian Army Reserves in Manitoba. He was uh, a master corporal, so uh, a non-commissioned officer and, you know, had certain leadership uh, responsibilities. Uh, story in the Winnipeg Free Press last summer, last August, exposed him as, uh, well, allegedly, at least as a recruiter for uh, this group called The Base, which is a relatively new white supremacist group that's been very active uh, online and and uh, apparently ha- has been quite successful in recruiting uh, people. Uh, so that that's sort of his background. And, uh, you know, what, what, soon after the, the stories appeared in the Winnipeg Free Press, he uh, more or less disappeared. And people were kind of unclear of his whereabouts. They they had a sense of where he may be. His vehicle was found near the Canada-U.S. border. But aside from that, there'd been no trace of him really until recently. What can you tell us about his arrest? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he his truck was found near the border and there was at least one report, media report from the States suggesting he was down there. Yeah, so, uh, but, you know, other than that, you know, for the last four or five months, uh, there's been no word at all about about the, the fellow. Um, so today, though, uh, the FBI, the U.S. Uh, Justice Department um, announced that they had arrested three members or three alleged members of the base, including uh, Patrick Matthews in uh, Maryland. And uh, there were some interesting details in the in the uh, complaint that was filed. Um, and uh, Mr. Matthews has been charged with uh, having firearms as an alien, which I guess is illegal, um, mm-hmm. and and transporting uh, firearms Ill- illegally in in the U.S. and and the his co-accused also are facing firearms charges and with uh, aiding an, an illegal uh, alien, i.e., uh, the Canadian Mr. Mr. Matthews. So, what is it you know that's in the indictment against him that? You know, what led to the charges, what led to the arrest, how did they kind of find out about him being down there? There's not a lot of information, but, but there are some hints as to how this investigation unfolded. Um, for instance, um, and I can talk about some of the things that, that, that they mentioned, but they they had Matthews and, and at least one other um, uh, of the three Three people arrested under video surveillance for a while. They, they were observed at a at a uh, firing range, and also uh, there was reference to law enforcement in the states having somehow got into in- encrypted chat rooms uh, run by the base, and and uh, you know were able to uh, see some of the conversations that that were that were going on there. Uh, so it sounds like some fairly sophisticated investigative techniques were were being used to to track this group and and ultimately to to catch these three. And what kind of things were they they uh, alleged to have been doing uh, at the gun range? And and what other activities were they supposedly involved in? 
Well, the, you know, the first th- thing that's mentioned, and, and it sort of uh, explains a little bit about what happened after Patrick Matthews disappeared from Canada in last August, um, it said he he, he crossed the, the, the border uh, with uh, Minnesota, I think, August 19th, and then uh, about a week or 10 days after that, met up with these two other alleged members of the base in Michigan. So, you know, a uh, fair distance away. And then they drove him uh, sort of south uh, to uh, eventually to uh, to Maryland. Uh, so it gives us some some idea of, of you know, what happened to him after he uh, after he left Canada. Yeah, and, and then uh, it, it's uh, there's some interesting details about their activities. They it said that they had ordered uh, gun parts and and themselves put together an assault rifle, and then just recently in in uh, earlier this month, uh, they they took this rifle out to uh, gun range and and were firing it. Uh, they ended up buy, buying, I think, in total something like 2,000 rounds of ammunition. So they had a, they had a lot of ammunition. Hmm. And uh, yeah, and there were some interesting uh, details about, about the nature of this gun that they had built basically themselves. Now, you, you say they were, they were charged with, with transporting a firearm and, and uh, two, the two Americans were charged with uh, abetting a, an alien. Where is it believed that they were heading when they were arrested? The, the actual the complaint, as they call it in the States, that was filed in court doesn't really get into that. There is a report, the New York Times was reporting that uh, they were at least talking about attending a big pro-gun rally that's planned for Richmond, Virginia on um, uh, Monday, I believe. And this rally has has elicited a lot of attention because uh, there's there are fears and I, I think in, in, you know and intelligence that's been gathered that uh, there's going to be uh, you know white supremacist groups uh, congregating there and and that could uh, you know lead to, uh, to to serious violence and in fact the the uh, the governor of Virginia has, has declared a state of emergency around that event and and banned people from from taking firearms to the to the site of this uh, of this big demonstration so I mean. Uh, Certainly, the timing, if nothing else, raises questions about whether these three were planning to to go there. Uh, you know, which is fairly ominous, given given they, they had they had built their own uh, homemade assault, assault rifle. Now, Patrick Matthews has a military background. Uh, what about that kind of background is appealing to the base? Yeah, I mean, and I, I was—I spoke earlier this afternoon to uh, a researcher with uh, a group in the states called the Counter Extremism uh, Project, um, and they've done quite a lot of research on on this. And and they say that uh, the base actually does try quite hard to recruit uh, current or former uh, military types. And I, I think the uh, you know it, it's basically because these are people who have training that could be used. Um, uh, for uh, perpetrating violence, and I mean, uh, one of their goals is to, is to sort of trigger a, a race war of some kind, and you know, in in their uh, rhetoric, sort of this would lead to a complete sort of uh, upheaval in society, and then they would they would sort of reconstitute things, you know, as a as a sort of white ethno state, I guess. And why was it so alarming that that he kind of up and vanished from the reserves after he was exposed by the Winnipeg Free Press? Well, I mean, I, I think some people just wondered, you know, in terms of uh, his own sort of safety, what had happened. But uh, I mean, I think I think perhaps more than that was the idea that you know he he is allegedly a fairly 
prominent member of this organization w- was allegedly rec- trying to recruit people up in up in Canada, you know, now is 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 heading down to the states where th- there would seem to be a larger concentration of of members of the base and and working with them. I think one of the the, the significant things about these arrests is that you know th- this is evidence that's emerging now of not just activity online. But you know, actual, real-life, concrete uh, measures they're taking to uh, seemingly prepare for prepare for violence. At least these are the allegations that that the American police are, are making, anyways. Um, and so, you know, and he is uh, he is in the middle of that allegedly. Now, you talk about how in the states the the base has kind of more concentrated support. Uh, or, or higher number of members. Do we have any idea from law enforcement how many members there could be in Canada? Um, I, you know, I don't believe anyone has has managed to to track that. And uh, the uh, the researcher I talked to with the Counter Extremism Project says, you know, basically they don't they no one's found any membership list. So I, I think really we don't know. But I mean, I think it's these uh, groups that that track extremist organizations are pretty confident that there are members in in Canada you know more than more than just one member uh, but in terms of how many uh, we don't know it's not just an American group the, the it's in the states it's in Canada Australia uh, Europe apparently and uh, and I believe uh, South Africa as well uh, so it seems to be fairly uh, fairly widespread now since he was revealed as being a member of the base uh, Matthews is essentially being uh, released or removed from the Canadian Army Reserve? Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. He was officially released from from the the, the reserves at the time. The the Department of National Defense said it was investigating, you know, his his involvement in this group. Uh, the RCMP also uh, launched an investigation uh, of him and and his alleged uh, ties to the base. As is the practice with the RCMP, they're they're not really saying much about what what they found out or or, or what they're doing, but uh, but we do know they are or or at least have been uh, in investigating him. But as far as we know right now, other than the criminal complaint against him in Maryland, uh, there's there's no criminal charges pending against him in Canada for anything. Uh, not that we know of, um, and I think we would know if if he had been charged. And I, I asked the RCMP today. You know, if they were part of the uh, of the investigation down in the states that led to these arrests, and and they said, uh, um, you know, that they can't comment on a, on an investigation in another country, uh, but I read that as and read that in the fact that the Americans didn't mention any involvement by the RCMP. That that in fact the Mounties, you know, did not take part in this investigation south of the border. What they are doing uh, up here in Canada is, uh, you know, uh, is, is an unknown. But th- it would seem like they were not sort of part of of what happened uh, in the states. Now, one of the charges uh, in the criminal complaint against him, it, it being uh, an alien in possession of firearms, he also transporting guns and ammunition with intent to commit a serious offense. Is there any indication as to what that serious offense may be, or is that just kind of a just a the legalese term for? Uh, carrying a weapon like that and may possibly commit a crime. 
I, I think that's essentially that is that is sort of the wording of the of the charge that that was laid against him. Um, I mean, presumably, in order to get a conviction, okay. they would have to have some evidence that, in fact, they were he was planning to to commit that kind of crime. But there's no there's no indication in the document that was that was filed today what what that would be. I mean, you know, we can only sort of speculate, I guess. But but they don't they don't lay out, you know, they were planning to to do this or, or that. Um, but that's it's that's simply the charge that was laid against him. Tom, thanks for your time. Okay, thank you. Ten Three is produced by Carson Jarama. Theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest Tom Blackwell. More from him at NationalPost.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening. <laughs>